It's Black and Abdallah. Follow us on the ground at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. For today, Black and Abdallah with you here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. A lot of White Sox news today. Ooh. How about that? Jose Abreu, the MVP in the American League. The White Sox were the up-and-coming fun team this season. They get to the playoffs. Jose Abreu was fantastic. After all of the losing seasons mm-hmm. that Abreu has had on the south side, mm-hmm. he re-signs. He re-ups. He wants to be a part of this young core. And guess what? He is rewarded with not only his best season in a Sox uniform, but he also gets to take home the AL MVP. And now the Sox can build forward a bright future for this team going forward. And Abreu, this is is a big deal, I think, today for White Sox fans. Absolutely. 60 runs batted in, uh, which probably led him to that win. You know, he had 120 at-bats with runners on, and he hit 333 with 48 runs batted in with runners on. And, like, that's... He just, you know, it was crazy how he just continued to produce day after day. Guys were having bad years. Guys were having, you know, slow years, getting off to slow starts because of the pandemic. And Abreu just came out crushing and didn't stop for all 60 of those games. We hosted the baseball show throughout the baseball season here on ESPN 1000. It will return when the baseball season comes back around in the springtime. And we we talked a lot about the MVP races in both the AL and the NL. And we kept going back to a stat I like to look at from Fangraphs. It's the weighted runs created plus stat. And we kept saying that, you know, you look at the different comparables between Abreu, Jose Ramirez, DJ LeMahieu, these three individuals. And then you could throw uh, Tim Anderson into the conversation because he was a part of that conversation Mm -hmm. many nights on the baseball show. And it seemed like we kept coming to the same conclusion. That Jose Abreu was going to be the MVP. The 19 home runs, the 60 RBI, and that weighted runs created plus of 167, which was the fifth in all of baseball. Uh, There were only uh, one other individual that had a higher number in the American League, and that was DJ LeMahieu for the Yankees. And then there were three individuals for the National League, Juan Soto, Freddie Freeman, and Marcelo Zuna. But Jose Abreu brings home the trophy, and I think... Uh, you saw his ability to lead on this White Sox team, I, I think, was also something that I, I'm sure that the the writers of the Baseball Association voted for tonight, giving him the MVP. I just go back to how excited he was the day that the um, White Sox clinched a playoff berth, you know, and how everything he's gone through and how he's been on this team through all the losing and how he finally made it to the playoffs and then the emotion that he showed on MLB Network earlier just breaking down into tears his whole family was around him and just how great this is for White Sox uh, for the White Sox for him for White Sox fans who have watched him you know throughout his years with this organization and now finally it all comes to fruition and this is you know 
We'll talk about this when, hopefully, the White Sox go deeper into the playoffs, hopefully when they win a World Series. Do you remember that shortened season during the pandemic when when the team finally made the turn and Jose Abreu won his MVP, and that's kind of what set off the years to come for the White Sox? So we're talking about the White Sox here on ESPN 1000, and, and today was a, a special day for the radio station. Uh, if you are a longtime listener of ESPN 1000, the last time you heard White Sox baseball on ESPN 1000, this was the highlight to end the ball game. Here's the one-two pitch to Palmero. A ground ball past Jenks up the middle of the infield. Uribe has it. He throws. Out! Out! A White Sox winner and a world championship! The White Sox have won the World Series, and they're mobbing each other on the field. John Rooney and Ed Farmer, the uh, voices of White Sox baseball here on ESPN 1000 from 1999 to 2005. And that's the World Series championship for the Sox in in 2005. Mm -hmm. Now, earlier today on Carmen and Yurko at 1020, Carmen and Yurko got a chance to talk with Vice President of Sales and Marketing of the Chicago White Sox, Brooks Boyer. And Brooks and Carmen and Yurko and ESPN 1000 had a major announcement. We are, are certainly excited uh, to officially announce that, that we will be uh, moving our radio rights uh, to ESPN 1000. And uh, where we last left off was John Rooney making a call to, uh, to win the White Sox World Series. Uh, so we will be back on the uh, on, on the airwaves of ESPN, uh, hoping that that our broadcast team can can call the World Series winner right here on uh, on ESPN 1000. Uh, couldn't be more excited to have you guys as a flagship. So there it is, ESPN 1000, the Chicago White Sox. You will hear every single White Sox game right here on ESPN 1000. The regular season, the postseason. Uh, some spring training games as well. Mm-hmm. You will also get a pregame, a postgame show. You will get a show in the off season. Focus on the White Sox once a week. You will get a show, White Sox Weekly, two hours each week throughout the baseball season right here on ESPN 1000. Huge deal for the station, and it's a huge deal for the White Sox as well because, you know, listen – this is a great thing. You and I grew up listening to this station. We yeah. get a chance to host on this station each and every night, Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 on ESPN 1000. I remember being in high school, sitting in my car, being late to first period because I was listening to Mike and Mike, mm-hmm. my Toyota Camry. Oh, and, you- then, and then I remember, oh. uh, I remember going for lunch and then being late coming back from lunch because I had to hear what Tony Kornheiser was saying. Mm-hmm. I love Tony's show. I still love. Uh, I still love Tony. I tell you that all the time, right? I, I still try and watch PTI when I can. Yeah, and Uncle it's Tony. fantastic. But the the thing that the other thing that I loved about this station was that my favorite team, the Chicago White Sox, were on this station, mm-hmm. and it's something that I always think about when I think about ESPN One Thousand. So, so being someone who in two thousand five, uh, I was interning at the Loop in two thousand five in the fall. Of that season, so during the World Series run and during the playoffs, and and on the the Loop Morning Show, I had to go out on the street. I was a man on the street, and every single day, it was like find a new way to do a man on the street bit, a wacky man on the street bit about the White Sox in this championship run, right? Yeah. So, like as an intern, you know, 
little Chris Blacks out on the street trying to talk to people. No one wants to talk to you, right? Like that—that's the whole gimmick. Like no. you go out there, no one nobody wants to talk, to you. Wants to talk City, to you. City's full of millions of people. Not one of them right. wants to talk. So, so here, here's the little secret for uh, any of those uh, future radio broadcasters. Mm-hmm. Here's the key: if you are downtown, go to the hotels and go into the lobby of the hotels and talk to tourists. Yeah. Because they think it's cool. Like, oh, oh, oh someone I'm from in the this media. Big city yeah, and there's a the media city, member right? here. And you don't have to say on the radio, like, oh, this, yeah. this voice is from someone who's actually from Iowa, right? Like, mm-hmm. or from Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter. You just get their audio, you, you move on. Yeah. And then also, the other trick that I would do, I would do that because guess what? When you're in the lobby of a hotel getting man on the street beds, it's warm, right? Oh, in yeah. In the winter, it's cold. You have to do stand it. outside and with the do. wind and the snow. Yeah, yeah, man on the street bits. Or you go into Merchandise yeah. Mart, right? And you walk around in there. Uh, so, like, during that run, the 2005 run, mm-hmm. the White Sox, it was so much fun to follow. And, and then I started interning here after that. And then we both started working here after that. So we have not worked here at this station since the Sox have been a part oh, yeah. of this station. I was an intern here in 2005. You know, like you said, I listened to the station throughout high school. I would, I would, before I was here, I would call into the station and be yeah. one of those kids that they wouldn't let through. Oh, yeah. Uh, because we used to not let kids through. I got through on Carmen and once on a Bulls postgame show. I got through. The first show I called into was, was uh, Sylvie and Carmen, actually. And I, I got through. And I think I was, I think I was bitching about John Garland. Um, <laughs> and so when I started interning here, it was 2005 for Mac Yurko and Harry. And it was awesome because the Sox were great and they were the show. Like Aaron Rowan was coming in in between series and like I had to go down and get Aaron Rowan. I had to sneak a fax machine. I didn't have a ticket or a media credential, but I had to take this box with a fax machine in it to the cell at the time. It was called cell, you know, for those yeah. kids out there yep. to the cell. And I was like, how am I going to get in? Because they were doing the broadcast before the World Series from the broadcast booth where Rooney and Farmer were, and they needed a fax machine in case something needed to be faxed. And I was talking, and I'm like, "Where am I? How am I going to get this in there?" They're like, "Just walk in. Just walk like you know where you're going." I go, "But I, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> like once I get into the building, I don't know where the radio booth is. If right. I'm in the stadium, right. I'm like, oh, it's right there. But once I'm in the building, I don't know what floor it's on. I don't right. know whatever. They're like, just, just walk in and pretend like you know where you're going to get on the elevator and find them. So I did. I found them. And then during the, I just, they're like, do you want to stay and watch? So I did. And I sat next to Ed Farmer and talked to him about broadcasting and about baseball for like an hour. And he was one of the nicest men on the planet. And for a young person who wanted to be in broadcasting Mm -hmm. as my internship and as a Sox fan watching and sitting there and watching the game afterwards and everything, it was amazing. So to have it come full circle and have the White Sox back on this station, it's awesome. And hopefully there's another championship, parades, all that good stuff. And and just like it was in 2005, this was a great place to work at and an Mm -hmm. awesome place to listen to during that time. Absolutely. And so we, we said there's a lot of Sox news, right? Uh, the Tony La Russa situation, the Sox did comment on Tony La Russa and Carmen and Yurko got a chance to ask Brooks, Brooks Boyer about Tony La Russa earlier today on the show. Here's the response from Brooks Boyer earlier today. Sure. I mean, one thing is you guys know in, in the work that you do, you hear from White Sox fans. You know, they're, they're, it, it is a passionate fan base, not the biggest fan base in, in sports but it is a passionate fan base that, that, that always lets us know 
their position, how they're feeling. You know, I've, I've, I've received a, a number of emails and, and correspondence from fans, and, and they're, they're very honest. And, and, and what I like is most of these people put their name on it. You know, so, you know, some people don't want to put their name on it. White Sox fans, for the most part, will, will put their name on it. As for the situation, obviously, we take these charges uh, very seriously, very, very seriously. You know, we just can't comment on the specific of the specifics of Tony's situation, as the legal process does have to play out. So we respect that process. I think, I think most people do. Most people understand and, and respect that process, and we'll do the same thing. There will be a time you know, when we can speak to it, and, and, and we will as an organization. Similarly, you know, look, we would expect Tony to speak on this as, as well. We just can't do it right now. And when we can, you know, the White Sox will. We, we, always, uh, we always have. But you know, I, I appreciate you know, the, the sentiments from our, our fans, you know, the, the reaction from, from our fans. We get it. And, and as we move forward, we'll, we'll let this process play out. A lot of correspondence I, I have had is, you know, Tony's not going to get in the batter's box. Tony's not going to pinch run or, or hit. Uh, the, the, the players that we have um, are going to make this season very, very interesting. And, and as this process plays out, it, it not undermining any of the things that we – are talking about because we do take it seriously. We're really looking forward to getting these players on the field at some point, so so the fans can 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 watch how this this whole situation of trying to win a World Series plays out again. And and I really appreciate all the fans and and how they have been reaching out to us. So that's Brooks Boyer, VP Sales and Marketing, addressing the Tony Larusa situation. But it's a big day for the Chicago White Sox. Jose Abreu named the AL MVP just a little bit ago. Freddie Freeman wins the NL MVP. That was just announced. And ESPN 1000 and the Chicago White Sox have a partnership going forward where ESPN 1000 will be the flagship station for every single White Sox home game, away game, playoff game, spring training. All of your White Sox coverage will be right here on ESPN 1000. And like we said, the last time you heard the Sox on ESPN 1000. Here's the 1-2 pitch to Palmero. A ground ball past Jenks up the middle of the infield. Uribe has it. He throws. Out! Out! A White Sox winner and a world championship! The White Sox have won the World Series and they're mobbing each other on the field! We'll be back. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports.